fellow creatives my name is matthias known as that matthias kid on instagram or just tmk for short i want to welcome everyone to the season finale of dreaming in red season one by hearts cove where dreaming in red means dreaming with energy passion strength and most importantly as you guys know creativity we talk with creatives about the sacrifices they have made to reach their own success all while looking to inspire many other creatives around the globe like yourself before i get into this podcast episode i want to take time to thank every single person who has spent any time out of their Mondays or Thursdays listening to this podcast. Um, anybody who has uh, left a review, anybody who has supported our Hearts Cove over on Instagram, all the love and support you guys have shown throughout this season one has been insane and we cannot wait to be back for a season two. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart and from, the, from everybody at Hearts Cove. We greatly appreciate you guys' uh, time and attention to this podcast. I want to also thank every guest that has been on this podcast from day one, from episode one. I want to shout everyone out in this episode to make sure that everyone knows that each each individual episode was greatly valued by me, and I took a lot of inspiration from every single guest on this podcast uh, for this season. So shout out to Val, shout out to Elaine, shout out to Howard, shout out to Alexei, shout out to my, my friend Jared, who is also a creative member of this team, shout out to Mr. Zach. Shout out to Tag- Tagwa Shuttersworth. Shout out to Jaren. Shout out to Quinlan and Jess. And uh, thank you all of you guys for coming on this episode and, and sharing a little bit of what you know, a little bit of your story and uh, your sacrifices that you, you had to, to uh, put ahead of yourself to get where you are today. Thank you guys for sharing your story. Uh, we really appreciated having you guys. And thank you to all of you who listened. Today, I want to... Take time about out of my day to explain various different things as far as what the plan is moving forward with Hearts Cove, why I started Hearts Cove, how I started my own photography business, and how I started getting into that myself, and just kind of answer some questions that you guys left for me over on the Instagram, and uh, just kind of wing it as we go. Um, it's going to be just me. My name is Matthias, known as that Matthias kid. Uh, I've been doing photography since I was in middle school. I started taking photos on my iPhone 4 back then. And I did it simply because I wanted to go out, walk around my neighborhood, and just kind of take photos of whatever, anything that I saw that looked cool and aesthetic to my to my eye. Um, and that's kind of how I started. You know, I, I didn't really have anything else that I enjoyed doing back then. I remember I would get home from school. Uh, I'd run in, drop my backpack inside. And uh, just walk around the neighborhood, you know, and walk around and record little videos, record little vlogs of myself back when YouTube was like in its prime. And I would just upload things to because I enjoyed creating. There wasn't really any other reason for it. I just enjoyed creating and I wanted to share that with everybody. And so um, that's kind of how I got started. It first started with making little films, little uh, vlogs. And uh, the more that I got into that, I started taking uh, photography into more serious, serious consideration and, and taking photos. And so. Uh, I actually f- learned from a good friend of mine who uh, I will always be thankful for, you know, that uh, the more that I learn, the more that my life continues to grow and, and my business and photography and my career in photography keeps to keeps growing. I, I will never forget where I started and how I started. So again, I want to shout out Josh, Josh Leva. Um, I don't know if you're listening, but uh, if any of you guys listening know who I'm talking about, uh, Man's incredible. I mean, there's not there's not words that I can put into into this podcast to explain how 
much of a good guy he is just you know uh, as far as his personality and what he was willing to do back then um, he's got a few years on me so he's a little bit older than me but you know for a middle school kid who didn't have money to to go out and buy a camera who didn't have money to go out and buy a laptop who didn't have any you know income to go out and do things on my own like I'll always take that for for what it is and be very grateful he would um allow me to borrow his uh, Apple MacBook he would allow me to borrow his camera his Canon camera with a very expensive lens like he would just leave them at my house for like a week a week and a half and you know that just means that speaks volumes to me that really does mean a lot because nowadays when I think about it I'm like how many middle school kids would I leave my camera with or would I leave my computer with for a week and just say here enjoy it try things out like that now that I think about it as an adult as a grown person it just it sticks that much more out to me because that's that's just that speaks to who he is you know and I I will always appreciate that so if you if you want to see some of Josh's work, that's my mentor. I can say that's who got me started into everything when I first uh, began photography and didn't know what I was doing. Taught me how to really edit the the fundamentals of editing, all that good stuff. I learned from him. His Instagram, I think, is at Josh Leva. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm always grateful for that, and I'm always grateful for the opportunities that uh, he provided for me. Uh, we did work on a little short film back then as well so there's there's a couple of different things that you know i learned from him and i and like i said i will never take that for granted um and i want to talk about you know hearts cove a little bit uh, i started hearts cove at the end of last year um i remember i was driving to a concert uh with my friend and i kind of had an idea to start something for a greater purpose than just myself uh, i think i, I kind of realized that i was tired of of doing things on my own of like showing off my own work and and you know feeling like everything was just me 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 i wanted to i wanted to kind of provide opportunities for others and i think i i found i found something that i really do enjoy with this hearts cove and and that's exactly that being able to provide different opportunities for different creatives in the area who may have not had the opportunity to, you know, present it to them prior to, to Hearts Cove, or maybe just haven't been in a creative field or a creative team where you can learn from someone else or, you know, be around creative people who just inspire you to push your, your own work ethic a little bit further. So that's why I started this. Um, there's many different things that I'm working on behind the scenes that you guys don't always see, and there's many things that I will continue to work on that maybe may never even actually reach the surface. Um, and that's part of, you know, being a creative and an entrepreneur is that sometimes you just work silently for a long time and then hope to put something out and in the end it just doesn't work out that way. But that's that's okay, you know, and I'm here to tell you guys that it's okay if if you spend time on, on a project or on something that you that you want to share with the world and at the end of the day it just it doesn't work out how you expected, that is completely okay. That's totally okay. It's not a failure. It's not... Um, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. And sometimes you can learn from those moments and, and kind of take in and see what, what or where it went wrong and, and, and use that for your next project, right? So working on a lot of things behind the scenes. Um, I appreciate all the, all the messages that I get anytime that I post any of my projects, all the people supporting, all the, all the times that any of the creative team members uh, reach out to me and, you know, either compliment me or just thank me for allowing them to to have the creative opportunities it all means the world and sometimes i don't think i say that enough so um yeah 
anyways, Hearts Cove is is that you know it's it's a media publisher, but it's also a brand. I wanna I wanna branch this into something that is a little different than just an online magazine or a media publisher. I want this to be a collective of creatives that people can get behind. That you know when you hear the name Hearts Cove, you immediately know okay, um, that's a very cool creative uh team that's a very cool media publisher that's a very cool brand like it's many other things not just a publisher so ultimately that's the goal and uh, i think that so far over the course of the last three or four months that we've been in existence i think we've done a pretty pretty good job with that and uh always just looking to grow and looking to keep providing different opportunities for different people in different areas i went on instagram uh few weeks ago and a few days ago actually i should say and i asked people to just ask me questions i wanted to answer any questions you guys may have had on this podcast episode uh, this is the season finale like i mentioned prior um and i just wanted to go in and answer any questions that you guys may have about hearts cove about my own personal uh photography anything that you guys want to know i got a very i got various questions from different people um all over the place so i want to answer a few of those and kind of go back and forth on on topics here and answering questions um, so we'll, we'll start off with like questions that aren't really too much photography related, just little fun questions to kind of, you know, get you guys a little bit more into what I am and who I, and who I am as a person. Um, someone asked me, what is my comfort food? I think my comfort food, and I've been saying this quite a bit for the past like three or four months, I think I'm more, I've been really into, uh, the Vietnamese, Vietnamese dish pho. Um, if you guys don't know what pho is, it's like a bowl of noodles with like vegetables inside and either chicken or beef or steak. Um, and then it's got like some spice, some spice in it. It's very, very good. I highly recommend if you guys haven't tried pho, definitely go out. I'm sure, uh, wherever you're from, there's a local place that has some good pho. Um, I always try to go to different places when I visit different areas and try their pho because it's, it's, that's probably, like I said, that's probably my comfort food. I love it. It's been one of my favorite foods for a while. And I think that it's just... I can always, always eat pho, so probably it probably would be pho. Another question that I got asked is uh, my night owl or an early bird? And I think a lot of people that really know me, like, this is a very, very easy question to answer. Um, I'm definitely not an early bird whatsoever. I don't like waking up in the morning unless I absolutely have to. Um, and uh, I am definitely a night owl, so I stay up until 3 or 4 a.m. every, every single night. Um, I think for, for me... As far as creativity, I feel like I just my creativity flows a lot better in the nighttime. Um, I'm not thinking about so many things throughout the day like I am throughout the day. Um, sometimes I find myself like trying to be a little bit creative during the day, but like there's so much going on when I'm still like awake and still the day's still active that my brain is just flow, flowing with different you know ideas and 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 things that I got to get done or things that I forgot to do and things that I have to prepare for the next day. And, and I just kind of like have so much stuff going on that I find my creative juices flow a lot better in, in the late hours of the night or early hours of the next day. Um, where I'm just like laying there and kind of just like relaxing, letting myself think whatever it is that comes to my mind. And I think a lot of my ideas as far as like for shoots um, or for projects that I have, have come in those late hours of the night or, or I guess early hours of the day. Um, so yeah, definitely a night bur a night owl. Uh, let me know in 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 the in the Instagram DMs or or in the comments or slide up on the story of Hearts Cove and let me know if you're a night owl or early bird. I'm actually curious to know what you guys are, what you guys find more relaxing for yourself. Um, I will say I can't really drink coffee. I am a coffee person, but I can't really drink coffee past noon. 
I'm only like a coffee drinker in the morning um, when I need to get going, when I feel like I need to, you know, get that little extra energy and caffeine. So I'll take coffee in the morning, but like after like noon, it's just, I, I like to I'm more of a tea person and like iced tea. Um, so yeah, that is that. Where do I see myself living long-term? This is a good question. I don't actually have a plan. And you know, sometimes I think to myself, where am I going to be 10, 20 years from now? Where do I want to be? Where do I want to be even five years from now? Like, am I okay with being here in, in the small city of Joplin or do I want to be pushing my limits and going outside of that. Um, and the reality and truth to that is I really don't know. I really don't have a plan long-term. Um, and I also don't want to force myself to create a plan long-term um, because life is not about just forcing yourself to put, to put a plan so that it seems like you got your life settled. Like uh, I'm a big believer in, in, you know, doing what you want to do and feeling happy with yourself, no matter what it is that people say that you have to do or what society tells you you need to do. Uh, most of the time, it's it's said more often than not that you have to have a plan, a long-term plan, or you have to know where you're going, or you have to know where you want to go with your goals. Like, truthfully to me, I don't think that's true at all. I don't think you need to have a plan. I don't think you need to know where you're going. I think you just got to enjoy the moment, enjoy every moment, and just kind of push yourself to be a better person every day. And uh, I think you'll find as you go that you keep your mind will keep thinking of different ideas or keep uh, thinking of different things you want to accomplish and different things you want to do where your goals may just differ from day to day. And that's completely okay. So I don't really have a, a um, long-term goal on where I see myself or where I see myself living. All I know is that right now in the moment, I want to enjoy my life as it is. Um, I want to provide opportunities to different people who may not have opportunities in myself. If I get an opportunity that I haven't experienced, I want to take it. I want to cherish it. And I want to, uh, make sure that I'm not missing out on anything that I would regret in the future. So not entirely sure where I see myself, but I know that wherever it is that I, I will be in 10 years, five years from now, that it, I'm almost certain that it will be the right place. So I'm trusting that and I'm trusting that when it gets when, time, when that time gets here, I will uh, have that figured out uh, in due time. Um, another question that I got here is uh, kind of similar. Uh, it says thoughts on moving out of Southwest Missouri. Your creativity would be would do so well in so many other places. Uh, first and foremost, thank you for that compliment there at the end. And um, yeah, it's like I said, it's kind of similar to that question that I just answered. Um, I don't have any rush to get out of Southwest Missouri. If it does happen, if the opportunity arises and something comes up, I'd be happy to do so. But I have no rush. I, I think that being out of a place like Joplin uh, for the, and, and like growing up here and being here for a long time and still being able to be successful and still being able to create things that people aren't used to seeing and still having a, a unique style of my own where people can look at my work and, and know that it's like different than anything else they've seen. All of that and, and realizing that it's done out of a place like Joplin, Missouri and Southwest of Missouri, like... You know, I mean, if I'm making it work, I have no rush. I have no rush to get out of here. I have no rush to to go elsewhere. Um, unless, like I like I mentioned earlier, unless the opportunity arises, and I'd be happy to take it. But, um, yeah, I don't have any thoughts on moving out of Southwest Missouri. There's no rush. If it does happen, I'd be happy to take the opportunity. But as of now, we're making it work with what we have, and and I think it it's it's a good thing, and it pushes my creativity to to kind of become a little bit more, um, I guess, impactful on myself because. It is very limiting. Like, that's one thing. It is very limiting to live here. 
uh, as in, you know, comparison to like California or just places like that that just have so much more opportunity. It's very limiting, but, you know, I like the limits. I like to challenge myself every day, and I think that's one of the good things about it, and, and I, continue, I will continue to do that. So uh, another question is, the biggest goal or highest achievements achievement you could fathom uh wow this is a this is an interesting question uh and when i think about this the more that i thought about this during the week and you know trying to find an actual answer for you on this one i don't think there's actually anything um i guess obtainable in in a physical form or any like award or plaque that i'm looking for here when it comes to the biggest goal or achievements that i could fathom I think it, it all just kind of relates to what I want to do and what I want to leave behind after I, I disappear from this world. It's always been that way for me. I've never been one to, you know, be too caught up in how many how many followers I have, how many people like my work, how many people share my work. Like, I'm not really too much into all of that. I think everyone that really knows me knows that. I'm not fighting to, to be famous. I'm not fighting to have my work be shared around the entire world. Like, I'm just, I'm just hoping that by the end of, of my lifetime and the end of my time here on earth that I can inspire different generations. I can inspire different people. If I leave this earth and I didn't inspire a single soul, I didn't inspire anyone to do or chase their dream or do what it is that they love to do. Then I feel then I would feel like I failed my goal. And that's my ultimate goal. And my ultimate achievement would be that to make sure that I inspire someone along the way. So if I've ever, ever inspired you to do anything, um, just know that that right there is what makes me happy. I'm not looking for anything else out of uh, what I want to achieve. It's all just inside myself, like looking to inspire other people, looking to inspire their creatives. And, you know, it all goes back to the, to the sole purpose of wanting to inspire different generations. And that's why I do anything that I do, uh, any projects, any, any um, creative work that I do. It's all for the same, for the same uh, goal. And that's to inspire. So, yeah, that's a good question. I appreciate that question. Um, another question that I got is, how did I get started into photography? And I kind of answered that already earlier when I when I was talking about shooting an iPhone 4. But uh, that's how I got started. I Like I said, I picked up an iPhone 4 and I just went from there. Uh, learned from my homie Josh and just kind of, you know, kept doing it over and over again. And, and uh, I guess a, a piece of advice that I would give is to never... Never settle. Um, never, never get complacent with where you're at in in your journey. Um, sometimes you may get to a point where you feel like you're kind of stuck or you're in a you're in a rut. But like, don't don't get stuck in there. Don't get complacent. Don't feel like it's the end of the world. It's really not. It's just gonna take some time for you to to um, get back out there and creating. Or or even if you're even if you're uh, feeling stuck, it's it's just gonna take time. Uh, it's not the end of the world. And I'm sure that with time you'll you'll figure it out so definitely keep pushing keep striving uh, even if you're just a beginner even if you've done it for a long time and you get reach those points in your in your career where you feel like it's just too much i promise that if you really love the art if you really love the if you really have the passion for what you're doing it's going to find a way to to get you back out there and get you being creative again um, it's happened to me multiple times um and i always say this to my to my friends here is that you don't see me posting every single day. You don't see me keeping up with the algorithm nowadays on social media. Like, I'm I'm not too worried about that. Like, yeah, that's gonna help you with your with your growing your following and all that good stuff. But like, I'm not in it for that. So at the end of the day, if I don't post for two or three months because I haven't created something that I feel like I'm proud of, then I just won't. 
You know, no one's going to force me to post because I have to keep up with some algorithm that the that social media has brought to life. Like, I'm not going to post. And that's as simple as it gets. And I I want to encourage everyone to feel to feel like that's okay. Um, I'm not going to say just throw the algorithm out the window and stop growing your business because I honestly can't. That, that'd be terrible advice. But I am going to say don't force anything. Don't post anything you're not proud of. Don't push out work or, or keep creating things that you aren't. 100% happy with because at the end of the day that's all that's doing is just it's like putting your brand to a different place where you you may not want it to be and so that's why I don't post anything if I don't post anything for a month or two it's because I just haven't created or maybe I have and I just haven't felt proud of it and that's okay um so know that know that it's okay uh, if you haven't created anything cool or anything that you feel proud of don't don't feel like you need to go out there and post something like take your time you will feel it when you when you create something that you're proud of. You'll feel it and you'll be able to share it and feel 100% more, um, I guess, better about what you're sharing with the world than forcing something out, you know? Um, another question that I got is, how did I get into concert? That is a good question. I've shot for various, various artists. Um, and honestly, like... It's all about the simple breakdown of, of how to get into concert photography. Um, I'm sure with the guests that I've been on here, that they've all kind of said the similar thing that I'm about to say is like, if you're just starting, you want to start out shooting locals. You want to start out shooting some of your local bands at your local venues and, and getting a portfolio built for yourself because you're not really going to go anywhere in a world that's very difficult to navigate through uh, like it is in the concert world if you don't have a portfolio, if you don't have something that you are 100% can back yourself up on. Uh, especially nowadays because that's all that that it is. It's, you know, which photographer deserves to be in the photo pit over the other, and that's kind of how managers decide it. You take a look at your portfolio and say, well, this person's great. They could get good shots for my artist. I'd love to have you come shoot the show. Um, so it, it really depends, man. It's just about getting a portfolio built up, and the best way to do that if you don't have any uh, portfolio already built is to go out and shoot local shows, um, local artists. Uh, work for media publications that may be able to get you into some bigger shows and and build your portfolio up that way and once you have that built up it will 100 percent uh opportunities will arise opportunities will come uh to shoot for bigger and more well-known artists in the industry um and so that's what i that's what i did uh, i think a lot of the people that i encourage to do the same um especially that are in the creative team with me on hearts cove i've been pushing them to do the same thing and, and they've been doing really well with that so um yeah, I, I mean, it's all uh, pretty much just taking things as they go and enjoying the ride, right? There's not anything that you can say or that you can do that will get you somewhere faster than someone else. Um, it's all just making connections and networking with people uh, that you meet, and that will provide you different opportunities that you may not even expect. You know, So go out there and network while you're creating. Meet new people. Don't be afraid to put your name out there. Uh, Leave your shyness in the back. Get yourself up there and then talk to people. Put your name out and uh, I promise it'll bring more opportunities. Uh, I have a few more questions. This episode won't be too long. Uh, another another thing that I wanted to say prior to answering these other questions is uh, I want to thank everybody who has followed over on Instagram and stayed up to date with all of our um, monthly challenges for our creative teams and has also have also just shown some love on all of our work. At Hearts Cove, it really does mean a lot. This may be the last episode that you hear me hosting. Um, season two may have a completely different host. I'm working on trying to get a different host because honestly, I don't think I did a good job at being a host during the season one. I think I kind of 
uh, felt a little awkward at times with uh, with people that I was speaking to, not because of them, but just because I feel like I, I get awkward after I start talking for a while. And so uh, this may or may not be the last episode you hear me uh, on this podcast. And if so, thank you guys for putting up with me for a whole season. Uh, and uh, it really does mean a lot that you listen through some of these episodes uh, if it is the last time that I that I speak to you guys through this medium. Um, so yeah, guys, I have a few questions, a few more questions here that uh, I've asked everybody. It's time to ask myself these questions since I'm the last, since I am the last, uh, podcast guest per se. I'm a host and a guest today, so we'll call it, we'll call it that. Um, I like it. You guys have heard these questions prior and you'll hear them again today. So dreaming in red, it means dreaming with intent and passion. What are some of your goals and dreams you wish to achieve this year? Uh, and to answer that on, on my you know, for myself, I would say one of my goals and dreams that I look to accomplish this year and uh, is the sole reason of why this podcast is alive, why this Hearts Cove media publisher is alive, and that is to provide more opportunities to creatives around me, um, to provide different chances and opportunities to those who may have not gotten them before. I would love to be that source for, for people to try new things and get creative, and at the end of the day, I'm looking to inspire, right? So I hope by the end of this year, I inspired many new different people. I uh, have a goal of set for myself that I want to sell out TMK Fest 2023. Uh, if you don't know what TMK Fest is, you can check out the last episode. I think it's this episode before last. Uh, one of the episodes prior to this episode is all about TMK Fest. If you want to learn more about that, it's a two-day weekend that I host for creatives where you stay in an Airbnb. You have the most crazy fun time of your, of your life. Uh, it is titled the most creative weekend of the year. And uh, there's five different conceptual photo shoots, all themed out and styled. A lot of fun. Definitely recommend learn, if you want to uh, get more into the creative field and creative portrait scene. Check that out. Listen to that. Follow TMK Fest on Instagram, at TMK Fest. Um, and I want to sell that out, right? I want to provide um, a cool experience for different people this year. And uh, to see new faces out at the event, that's something that I'd like to, to accomplish. And uh, as far as my personal photography and i just want to be able to shoot create more creative portraits i want to do more creative things i want to learn so much more this year and i want to push myself to get out of the get out of my box and out of my comfort zone and and keep learning keep doing new things keep trying new things and and uh ultimately just you know get out there and, and create even if it's something that i've never done before uh, because i think that's the beauty of of this art is to always allow yourself to do new things so with that being said, guys, I appreciate your guys' time. Thank you guys for making season one of Dreaming in Red such a success. Round of applause. Round of applause for all of you guys. Thank you so much for all the time you spent in listening to these episodes. We will be taking a break. I'm not sure how long, but season two will be back. It'll be better than season one. It'll be newer. It'll be fresh. It'll be uh, providing different, different uh, opportunities. It'll be talking to new creatives. Make sure you're looking out for season two. If you haven't already dropped a review on season one, Dreaming in Red, please make sure to drop a review, whether it be on Apple, Pad Apple Podcast or Spotify. Drop a star rating. Show your love on this podcast. I cannot wait for season two, guys. Thank you guys for all the time you've spent again for listening to this podcast. I appreciate it all. TMK, it's been an honor to be the host for season one. If I don't see you guys in season two, and you want to stay in touch, feel free to message me on Instagram at any time. I'd be happy to, to talk with you guys and just chat. So thank you guys again from the bottom of my heart. I founded this, this uh, podcast and Hearts Cove in general to make sure I am providing different opportunities and inspiring others. So 
at the end of the day if i'm doing that that's all that matters so thank you guys appreciate all the all the help and all the all the support and we'll see you guys in season two thank you guys and stay creative Thank you.